Doodly doodly. ANR Podcast. This is Ala and Reagan with ANR Podcast. Today we're going to talk about isolation, mental health, and the stress of being a provider in your family. Today we're going to talk about how these topics are relevant to our day to day lives and within the metamorphosis. So, for isolation, us two have definitely experienced it in the last two weeks. We were quarantined due to coronavirus and close contacts. And we know firsthand that being isolated from other people and not being able to talk to them and contact them and communicate with them can be very, very stressful and definitely takes a toll on the way you look at life. So when it comes to isolation, we know firsthand what that feels like because we just got out of quarantine and that was quite the experience. I had to quarantine with my mom because we both had coronavirus and we weren't allowed to see my dad. And so it was definitely odd only being able to see one person in person for such a long period of time and not really being able to talk to people unless you were texting them or unless you called them. Um, It was kind of helpful in the beginning to my mental health because I could just kind of slow down my life and I didn't have to worry about everything for once, but eventually it was just super lonely. Uh, For me, it was pretty similar too. I had a lot of free time that I used not very wisely. I basically just used my phone and TV all the time. Um, It really sucked too because I could just hear my family from my room like laughing and stuff and I was like, dang, I I can't do that. And then hear like my dog because um, obviously he doesn't understand what's going on, so like he'll just be waiting outside my room, like scratching my door, and I'm like, man, I can't let you in. So that kind of sucked. Yeah, it was definitely interesting because then when I would call people, like phone calls, instead of it being a normal like four minute long, quick like, oh hey, just checking in, it ended up being like hours of catching up because we hadn't seen each other in so long. And it was like you were with somebody. And so when you're that isolated, just the smallest bit of connection goes such a long ways because you just like need it. Right. Like in the metamorphosis, when he, uh, when Gregor wanted to keep that one poster, the picture of that lady, I think it was just a big thing. It's just some familiarity. You know, you just find anything that can keep you at least somewhat tied to your life before isolation. So I think that was... Yeah, that's a good connection. Another thing I was thinking about when it comes to metamorphosis is like he had talked about how he had never even called him sick before so he didn't know what he was going to do because he had all of these responsibilities and he felt obligated to like do them even though he was in, you know, insect state. And I completely agree because when I found out I had to quarantine, like my first thought went to like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get backed up in school and and my coaching, somebody else is going to have to like figure out how to get a coach there because I won't be able to. And I just felt like not only was I not doing what I was supposed to be doing, but now somebody else had to cover up my responsibilities. Right. Like it wasn't just taking a toll on us, but the people around us kind of got harmed by it too. I had to take off two weeks of work and that's like a lot of shifts for my managers to have to find people to cover and just makes everything a mess for everyone. Yeah, so on top of being a burden and having to ask people to bring you medicine or ask people to do grocery shopping for you because you can't leave the house, you're also asking people to take responsibilities that you were obligated to do and you had signed up to do and you volunteered to be a part of and then you had to bail at the last second.
Right, so then they take your place and help you, so they're just doing much more than they should. Which is kind of how it went with Greta, too. I think that she had to take on more than she could handle, which is eventually what made her get so sick of him. I think if our quarantine lasted longer than two weeks, people would start getting very sick of us and just let us figure it out ourselves. Yes, I got tired of asking my friends to get me ice cream. It was the only thing I could taste. And eventually I ended up door dashing ice cream to my house because I just felt like such a burden. So I guess when you have to depend on other people, it's always something that you have to keep in mind is that you're interrupting their life for yours. So our next point is mental health. And it's very, very prominent in the book if you've experienced it or if you've seen other people experience it. Otherwise, when you read it, you can almost kind of cover it up with just like, oh, he's just lonely or, oh, he's just stressed. But within his isolation, he does get super, super like low self-esteem and just like bad mental health in general because he can't talk to anybody and he feels like such a burden. And he's in that state where he's trying to tell people or he's trying to communicate in any way that he can how he's feeling and what's going on with him and nobody can hear him and at some point nobody wants to hear him anymore right i think if you know more about mental illness you have a different understanding just because he went through a lot and anyone would just think oh well if i turn into a plug i'd be mad too but yeah (laughs) if you actually just like listen you can see just the shifts in his attitude his personality and like the lack of being able to communicate with the people who you talk to every single day takes a very big toll on your mental health whether or not you realize it yeah i think a really important part was the injury that he got like the physical injury and how they mentioned it and they focused on it for a little bit but then eventually you almost forget that he has that injury because you're so focused on the mental and emotional like things that he's going through and how much that hurts him even more he's not even worried as much about the pain that he's going through because his emotions are so like heightened and he just is feeling so many terrible emotions based on himself and based on like his family and what they're all going through because of him. Right, like it opened his eyes to some things that I think were pre-existing and he just hadn't noticed before. Like his relationship with his dad was clearly always pretty rocky. They just never really noticed it until his dad started throwing things at him and pushing him away. It just kind of shows that he was only there for him when he had something to give and something to offer. And I think he wouldn't have noticed that if he didn't become a bug. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier today. Yeah. Like, and it also just kind of showed that like in the end, the family figures out how, how to deal and they figure out how to move on with their lives without Gregor being their main provider. Right. And they basically didn't really cope, like not cope. They didn't even like, they didn't really yeah, care. They just kind of moved on. But, like, also it just, like, makes you question, like, how much did Gregor really need to be working when, in reality, they kind of made it work. And, like, they yeah, they were working hard. But I think that if all of his family would have been working even half as hard as they were at the end, that Gregor wouldn't have had to work so terribly hard every single day of his life. 
he's had to take on a lot of responsibilities that shouldn't have had to be his. And again, he's he's had these issues for a while, but I think this finally made it show and exposed everything that was really going on in his mind. Yeah, and the stress of first being the provider and always having like that pressure of his family on his back, not only just like a, I need to provide for them, but also like they're always constantly telling him that you need to provide for us. That kind of stress can really lead to some terrible mental illnesses. So in the end, we see that the patterned out and repetitive life that Gregor's living, doing the same thing over and over and over again, where he doesn't necessarily like what he's doing and he's not being appreciated in what he's doing, can lead to major stress problems and then when in isolation, um, heightened mental health problems. This has been a podcast.